I'd like to let you know about 143 Pixels. It is a show all about video games. Every episode I have a guest on, that guest brings a game, and we talk about it. And if you like this show, you will probably also enjoy 143 Pixels. You can download it wherever you are listening to this show for free. Head on over to anchor.fm slash 143. That's anchor.fm slash 143. Hello, look, hey, listen. On episode 481 of Nintendo Switchcraft, my 3000th duel, Streets of Rage 4, Dead Cells demo, and more. Those stories on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Hello, this is Crazy Legs from Billings, Montana, and you are listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. back to switchcraft it is brought to you live every monday wednesday friday over at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp make sure that you show up over there twitch.tv slash run jump stomp and hang out with all of the awesome people who join me on saturdays i record the show that is all about what you want me to talk about so if there's something i missed throughout the weekend you want me to add it to the show on saturday use the hashtag on twitter ask rjs that's a-s-k-r-j-s on twitter or you can join our community discord and suggest things through the ask rjs channel uh, our discord is found at runjumpstomp.com slash discord this episode of switchcraft is made possible by patrons like kimbalina 66 get switchcraft and all of my other content ad free for as little as a dollar by joining the patreon over at patreon.com slash run jump stomp all right let's get started i think i think i think that i've got a shorter episode for you now i say that a lot and more often than not it turns out to be a longer episode but i think that it's going to be a short episode today let's get started I want to start by talking about a game called 3000th Duel. Now, this game it just came out. I think it, 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 it came out before on other platforms, but on Nintendo, on Nintendo Switch, this is the first time that the game has uh, been around. I'm working on a YouTube video so that you can learn more about the game, but essentially, this is a really, really cool game. It's a side-scrolling um, platformer where with some pretty cool combat and what I have to say is really satisfying um, progression as you play you unlock new skills new abilities new ways to uh, fight uh, you are this knight with a mask on and you don't have any memory and basically you are moving around uh, side scrolly type and it very much reminds me of like a Castlevania style game. And I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm I'm probably on like the fourth or the fifth boss so far. Uh, and I'm working on uh, a YouTube video, which you'll be able to watch over at my YouTube channel when I'm finished with it. Uh, YouTube.com slash run jump stomp. But overall, I think that this is a really, really fun game. And I, I recommend it so far. I, I've, I've got more to do, more to play. I'm, I'm a few hours into it, but so far, I have been very, very impressed with 3000th Duel. It's got a weird story, too, that I, I don't really quite understand what's happening yet. Um, 
it, it, a lot of the story is told through like text that gets unlocked and so you have to read that and i have i have a um a habit a bad habit of clicking on the button and saying i'll read that later and then never going back to read it now all of the story stuff is saved in your memories in the game so that's probably why i don't bother reading it um i i just end up skipping through it but you don't you like maybe the story is amazing and maybe reading the story will give me a deeper appreciation of the game but i personally i don't need it i'm having fun with that game speaking of games that i've had fun with street fighter uh not street fighter streets of rage i played a lot of streets of rage on the sega genesis back in the day it was a game that i really really enjoyed if you've never played the Streets of Rage games, they are side-scrolling brawlers. Uh, m- they were also multiplayer. You were like these these super cops, and you had to go through and beat up a bunch of punks with mohawks and stuff. And it was really, really fun. I had a, a blast with that. One of the things that I remember about Streets of Rage is, for some reason, they always put the... Um, it, it, at least in what my memory reminds me of, they always put the the ability to like your super strong ability they put that on the a button and my my gut instinct whenever i would load up load up that game would be to hit the a button on my sega genesis first as like a punch and what would happen is the camera would pan away a cop car would drive up and somebody with a rocket launcher would get out and shoot that rocket launcher and it would destroy everybody on the screen when i just meant to punch I don't know why they put that on a it should have been on the c button instead of the a button but anyway that's not important what is important is that streets of rage 4 we've already known that this is a game that's coming and uh, we've we're we finally got some new well not finally we've got some more new footage and that new footage is showing off uh two new characters uh, i'm sorry a new character floyd iraria i don't know how to say the name it's floyd we'll just call him floyd uh he has a metal arm uh, actually two metal arms and uh oh god i love the animations in this game and the 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 artwork i feel like in this game is top notch i love the animations of it and i'm really looking forward to playing streets of rage 4 and then you know i was already watching this video and i was thinking to myself this looks really really fun and then they said by the way you know, it's a multiplayer game, which we knew uh, knew about. You can play online. It looks like two-player online. However, if you want to play with more people, you can play with up to four people locally. Now, I don't really understand the reasoning for locking the four-player mode, which is, you know, four-player co- uh, cooperative beat-em-up, which is honestly like a super awesome way to play games like this but you can only do that locally i don't understand why they're not letting you do that online but i have to say it looks awesome and i love the animations for this it just looks so fantastic and i can't wait to play uh streets of rage 4 but like what is the re if any of you are listening right now and you and you think oh well this is obviously the reason why they would do that particular thing let me know, like, what would be the reason that would make sense to you why they would lock the four-player co-op behind only being able to play here at, at your house, but still be able to play online with another person 
over the internet. And the only thing that I can think of is that when it's four players, maybe they're, and I hate using this term because there's a lot of people who use this term just as a general, just, you know, a blanket, uh, a blanket term. But it, it makes me wonder if maybe their net code just isn't good enough to handle the information coming in and out from four players as opposed to two players, because obviously this is a peer-to-peer style connection. I don't know what the reason is. Um, You know, Res TV in chat says the Switch isn't a networking powerhouse. And while that may be true, I can't imagine that it's that much more data to send with uh, four players when there there's other games that you can play locally with four players then it works just fine there's other games where you can play four players on online and it works just fine so uh, yes it is double but double of a small amount of data is not a lot of data you know it if i double uh 0.1 then that only gives me 0.2 like that's really not that big of a deal i don't think i i I can't understand why they would make that limitation. It seems like a really strange limitation to have. Speaking of strange limitations or games with strange limitations, uh, let's talk for a second about Animal Crossing. I know I've been talking about Animal Crossing a lot lately. Uh, You know, we've got those strange limitations with cloud backups and stuff like that. Well... Uh, this is not actually another limitation. Don't don't think that, oh my God, Bill's talking about um, uh, Animal Crossing again because there's some other awful shoe that's dropping. That's not the case. Uh, I just wanted to let people know that if you are going to PAX East, first off, I am very, I am very, very jealous of you if you're going to PAX East because I'm not going to PAX East, even though it's not that far from me. It just is coming at a bad time, and I just I don't have the, the money or the time to uh, get on a plane and fly to Boston for PAX East. That being said, if you are going to PAX East, uh, you're going to be able to play a demo of Animal Crossing, and if you do, I would love it if you would send in your thoughts. Now, how can you send in your thoughts? Easy. Use that hashtag on Twitter, Ask RJS. Let me know that you played it at PAX East um, and tell me what you thought of Animal Crossing. Here's the quote from Nintendo. Uh, They said, we hope fans are eager to visit the deserted island paradise of Animal Crossing New Horizons. So this year at PAX East, we're bringing the island with us and inviting all attendees to play the game for the first time. This is uh, from Nintendo's Nintendo of America Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing, Nick Chavez. We're looking forward to meeting with players and truly beginning our shared love of games to life. I'm sorry, bringing our shared love of games to life. So if you want to play the the demo at PAX East, make sure that you stop by the Nintendo booth and find out more. And then, of course, tweet at me, at RunJumpStomp, uh, hashtag AskRJS, and tell me, what did you think of the Animal Crossing demo because I'm very excited for that game and I don't know how much longer I can wait. Let's take a quick break. We're going to hear from a sponsor. When we get back, we're going to talk about a demo of a game. What? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. And we're back. Uh, dead Cells. You know, you, you've heard of Dead Cells, right? Dead Cells kind of got a, a ridiculous amount of coverage on the Nintendo Switch. A lot of people were talking about Dead Cells on the Nintendo Switch, not because it's not... I, I wouldn't say that it's a ridiculous amount of coverage because it's not a good game, because it's a fantastic game. The reason I say that it got um, an abnormal amount of coverage is because while it's a fantastic game, it got a lot more coverage than it normally would have because there was an IGN writer who, you know, he was new at IGN, and he basically plagiarized... Uh, somebody's um, uh, review of Dead Cells. And so on the Nintendo Switch, a lot of people were talking about Dead Cells a lot. Now, the game's fantastic, and if you haven't played it yet, you should. I own it on the PS4. Uh, I got a review copy of it on the PS4, and then eventually it came to Nintendo Switch. I did not get a review copy on the Nintendo Switch, and that's okay. I had a lot of fun playing that game on the PS4. Now, if you don't know what it is... It is a roguelike Metroidvania-style game uh, with a ridiculously cool um, graphic style, very pixel art graphic style, and some really, really fast and fluid combat. Uh, you move through the area, you pick up new weapons, you um, you know get new abilities, and then you die... You go right back to the very beginning of the game and you do everything all over again, except that the weapons and abilities that you unlock over time make you more and more powerful each time that you go through. So no matter how bad you are at the game, and if you're like me, you're real bad, but no matter how bad you are at the game, eventually you become powerful enough to push your way through. Most people don't have to do it that long, but it's a really, really good game. And this is very interesting, and I hope that this, that this is something that comes to the States. But Dead Cells is having a trial that only is available, It's or basically a demo, it's only available to Nintendo Switch Online subscribers. Now, I know a lot of you are sitting here thinking, hey, I'm a Nintendo Switch Online subscriber. Maybe I should go and fire this up and download it. Well, you're going to be very unhappy because this is happening in Japan. Now, no news yet on whether or not it is happening in the States, but as of the recording of this podcast, which is right now it is 3.23 p.m. U.S. Eastern on February 24th, 2020, uh, it is not available on the Nintendo Switch outside of Japan. If you are in, in the, if you have a Japanese account, which by the way, anybody can make, like you can make a Japanese account if you want, it doesn't cost anything to do that. 
However, you probably don't have a Japanese Nintendo Switch Online subscription, so that's not going to do you any good here, even though the Nintendo Switch is a region-free console. Um, So if you do have a Japanese account and you have a Nintendo Switch Online subscription that is a Japanese account, then you can download Dead Cells and play the game for free until March 1st um, at, let's see, 1800 hours is 6 p.m., uh, Japanese standard, uh, Japan standard time. The base game. Now there is DLC for this. And I've heard by all accounts, I've heard that the, the DLC is fantastic for this. I have not played it. Uh, but the base game that's no DLC is on sale until March 8th with a 30% discount. Uh, that is 2,580 yen, uh, is its normal price. That is down to 1,736 yen. You can obviously do the calculations to figure out what the price is in your region yourself. And this is the most important part. The save data can be carried to the full game. This is awesome. This is one more reason why you want to be able to... um, uh, This is another reason. This is another thing to help Nintendo sell Nintendo Switch online accounts. Is if they give us these kind of details and deals... You know, this kind of thing should be like if I were in charge, if I were uh, Shintaro Furukawa, what I would say is, hey, first off, this is going to go to everybody, not just Japan. Can you guys hear those snow uh, snowmobiles driving by my house? I hate those people. You you people are terrible. Go someplace else. Anyway, um, if I were Shintaro Furukawa, I would say, first off, this deal is is worldwide. Okay, and Nintendo Switch Online subscribers can can try the game out and play the game until March 1st, and then they can buy the game for that discount, and that discount is limited to only Nintendo Switch Online subscribers. I think Nintendo would see a very sharp increase in the number of people who subscribed to Nintendo Switch Online, and at the end of the day, that would make them a whole bunch of money. And it would sell a lot of people uh, dead cells. And I think that they should do this kind of thing all the time. It should not be a rare event when there's something like this for Nintendo Switch Online. I think Nintendo doesn't lean into Nintendo Switch Online enough. And if they did, they would make it a lot more valuable to people. At least that's how I feel about it. All right. Um, Let's talk about Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, I believe a couple episodes ago... Uh, a, a couple episodes ago, I, re- I think I talked about Xenoblade Chronicles getting um, rated by the South Korean um, software rating board or whatever it is that they call it in South Korea. Uh, here in the States, we have the Electronic Software Rating Board or ESRB. They're the, the companies who put like little M's or T's or whatever in the corner of the uh, game box so that you know what age range this is good for. Does that make sense? Well, the ESRB has now rated Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles is a game that came out originally on the Wii, and then it was ported to the 3DS, which is crazy to me that they were able to get it to work on the 3DS. Keep in mind, that's only the new Nintendo 3DS, not the original 3DS. Um, But they ported it to the 3DS, which is the platform that I played it on. While I really enjoyed what I played of the game, uh, good God, it was ugly on that screen, 
and it was uh, it, it ran fine, but it was really really ugly on that three hundred and I what is it three hundred and forty pixels across screen. I like this just bad. It was really ugly on that screen. So I'm looking forward to seeing it on the Switch, and I I probably will get this again. But listen, for a game to be rated, and, and Xenoblade is a big deal for Nintendo. All right. For Xenoblade to be rated on the South Korean board, like that that right there is a pretty big leak. And usually when that happens, that means the game is coming soon. And then for it to be rated by the ESRB, that's another nail in the coffin. That's another another cheese on the sandwich. I don't know. It's another piece of really important information that tells me they're not going to release this game with anything other than than a direct they're going to talk about this in a nintendo direct they're not just going to do a press release i'm i'm putting my i'm I'm gonna put my my uh my toe in the water here and i'm gonna say that we're gonna get a direct announced tomorrow and the direct will be on thursday and i'm just saying that because that's what we have had happen in the past and i think i mean look we have uh chris Gullen, I don't know if I'm saying his last name right, uh, who I talked about in, uh, in previous episodes said there's another uh, Nintendo Direct coming in February. And he's saying that based on the fact that somebody who he used to work with at the official Nintendo magazine, like they told him that. And like he says that this person has only ever been wrong about that once. So there's that piece of information. We're in the final week of February. And he said, we're getting another in February. Then we've got the South Korean board rating Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. And then the ESRB rates the Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. This is a huge, huge game for Nintendo. And there's going to be a lot of people who are very excited about this. And Nintendo knows that. I feel like without a doubt... We're going to get a Nintendo Direct this week. I'm predicting it will be on Thursday. If I'm wrong, then I'll be wrong, and I'm fine with being wrong. But I predict it's going to be on Thursday, and this will be heavily featured uh, showing off Xenoblade Chronicles, especially with how well Xenoblade Chronicles 2 did on Nintendo Switch. Like, that game sold like gangbusters. It was a really, really great game. I think it's a superior game to Xenoblade Chronicles. Like, if I were to put... If I were to give numbers to games, I don't like giving numbers to games, but if I were to give numbers to games, I would say that whatever Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is at, Xenoblade Chronicles is about two lower than that, if that makes sense. Okay? Um, that doesn't tell you where it really lies, but I just, I, Xenoblade Chronicles is a great game, not nearly as good as 2, in my opinion. But it's awesome, and it's and there's a lot of people who are going to be very, very... Uh, excited about it so i expect to see a nintendo direct this week and this will be heavily featured and if i'm wrong then uh, i'm wrong who cares it's okay it's all it's fun to take risks and uh and uh, what's the word i'm looking for prognosticate about what's going to happen in the future all right speaking of things that we that are going to happen in the future let's talk about something that we know is going to happen in the future um hypercharge unboxed which if you haven't played is this cool game where you play as toys and it's kind of like a tower defense game where you have to 
like you get these nodes, like there's a green node and a blue node and a red node, and you have to defend these nodes against a bunch of toys that are uh, coming at you in, in waves. You run around on the battlefield picking up coins. You use those coins to build walls or traps in order to kill the toys that are coming after your node. You um, play as toys, fighting against toys. It's a first-person shooter, and it's really, really fun. Uh, And they are bringing their first update. This This was posted on Reddit today. This is an official post from them. These are things that are coming. Uh, first off, dioramas and stats. Follow your progress, discover hidden secrets, and unbox the world of hypercharge. So it looks like there's going to be some kind of diorama that you can slowly build over time by playing the game. And as you play it, it's going to probably add in these different uh, objects, and it's also going to have it's also going to have stats. They're also adding new modes in online and multiplayer, uh, co-op, deathmatch, plague mode, and free roam. Now, co-op, I feel like, is already there. I don't know about the rest because I haven't played tons of the game. Uh, Let's see. Hidden bobbleheads. Unlock the latest character heads by finding hidden bobblehead collections. So throughout the game, you will find these objects that are hidden. And when you find them, you then unlock them and you can change your character to have these giant bobbleheads instead of their regular heads, which is awesome. I love the art style of this game. And then, of course, they're going to be adding in new characters as well. Collect the newest line of premium action figures and skins. Uh, and, and that's all cosmetic stuff. But Hypercharge Unbox is a really, really good game. I I am a fan of it, especially once I got my head around the controls. Uh, it's a It's a great game. And if you are uh, somebody who has it already, then guess what? You're going to be getting this uh, very soon. Now, uh, this was posted on their official Discord. It says, please note, this update has not yet gone live. We are currently awaiting Nintendo's approval. If all goes smoothly, it should go live at the end of February, if not early March. We've been working extremely hard and have made tons of changes slash uh, oh, shoot, I just scrolled away from it. Uh, tons of changes slash improvements to the game based on player feedback. We sincerely appreciate the fact that our community provided us with such awesome ideas. We've listened very carefully and will continue to do so from the bottom of our heart. Thank you. And uh, you know what? It's a, it, th- this developer is very responsive. They listen to the players, and I think that that's really awesome. So I'm a fan of Hypercharge Unboxed, and I think you should be too. All right, become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Get a hold of me through Twitter at runjumpstomp and use that hashtag AskRJS. That's A-S-K-R-J-S if you want to be part of the Saturday show. This show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. For more information, check out gstu.net if you are looking for ways to support the show. First off, thank you. I really appreciate it. And speaking of thank you, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Episode something of Season 2 of 143 Pixels comes out tomorrow. Make sure that you have subscribed in your favorite podcasting app. All you got to do is go to, if you, you just go to your podcasting app, search for 143 pixels it'll come up subscribe and listen and i think you'll really really enjoy it and 
uh if you're if you're not listening if you're watching this on uh twitter or twitter on youtube or something and you want to check out 143 pixels just go to runjumpstomp.com slash shows or anchor.fm slash one four three the music you're hearing right now is cronaria star fox remix by note block i will see you all next time until then stay awesome bye-bye <laughs>